Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit, visit, visit us rather for all your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, media.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio is where we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you, the dynamic listener, with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and your life right now for that positive impact. And second, we must provide that platform to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hardnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is another Monday. Yes, it is. It is February 10th, 2014. Can you believe it? And we are in the wonderful month of love. And I want to encourage you today to take time out to love yourself. I mean, self-love is one of the greatest loves of all. Isn't that right? Yes, and you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you so much for sharing the word. Well, today, you know, we have another dynamic show for you. I have so much respect for this young lady. She and her husband are doing some incredible things. If you've ever thought about starting a direct sales business, I'm not talking about becoming a distributor, but starting a business, helping other people go into business, I'm telling you, it is a wonderful business to be a part of. And our guest today can tell you all about it. She is the extraordinary Miss Quinn Conyers. She is the founder of the Purse Paparazzi, a chic and edgy bag business for women crazy for clutches and passionate about purses. How about that? She's also the creative of Victoria's Vendor, a training and development series for entrepreneurs who make and sell products and direct sales representatives. So you know what you've got to do right now. You need to go call everybody, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278. Or you can always listen live to our show at Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's Wealthy Sisters Radio. You can download this show and all our other great shows because we know you might be at lunch or you're running back and forth. Guess what? You can catch us on iTunes for free. That's right. Go to iTunes right now. Go ahead and click on that subscribe button so you can have us right there on your smart devices. Isn't that great? And we want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Find us right there under Wealthy Sisters. Again, that's S-I-S-T-A-S. And when you're looking on iTunes, you can see us there under Wealthy Sisters as well. We try to keep everything simple for you. Well, we're going to take a short break and come right back with our very special guest today, Ms. Quinn Conyers. Stay tuned. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. 
from enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks. Great for arthritis. We have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Having more money won't solve your problems, but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. Your help begins on the web by contacting DFStrategies.com. That's DFStrategies.com. Or 410-929-4837. Again, 410-929-4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary Financial Strategy. Hello, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio celebrating another great day. So excited to be here and want to thank you so much for tuning in to our show. Thank you so much for the wonderful uh, feedback that we get every week. We appreciate you for listening. And anything you want to share, please thank you so much for doing that. Go to Wealthy Sisters on Facebook, Twitter. You can go to our website as well, WealthySisters.com. We love hearing from you. And I want to remind you, you know the Winter Summit is coming here. It is almost here. March 29th will be here before you know it. So if you have not registered, I'm telling you, we have some great announcements this week. You're going to be upset with yourself if you miss out on this great. The Winter Summit will take place. March 29th, that's Saturday, March 29th, at the Courtyard by Marriott Tyson's Corner. I'm telling you, if you've never been to the Winter Summit before, you got to go to the website right now, the Winter Summit. Not winter like the season, but we're talking about winter like the champion. The Winter Summit.com right now and get registered. You can check out the pictures from previous events there as well. Well, again, thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so excited to bring our very special guest on. I want to welcome you, Quinn Conyers, to Wealthy Sisters Radio. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm loving your energy this afternoon. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. We're just feeding off of you and all the dynamic purses that you bring, honey. I've gone through your website, and you guys are truly, truly have named yourselves so appropriately. The purse paparazzi, I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We try. We try. Yes, yes. Well, I tell you, we're going to get right into it because time flies by so fast, you know, and, um, you know, I had an opportunity to read your bio some, but, you know, our our audience, they love having an idea of where, you know, our our listeners or rather our guests have grown up and kind of to get an idea of your journey. So if you don't mind sharing with us, where did you grow up and what led you and your husband to founding this great company that you have? Well, it's funny because um, I grew up in in a small town called Lancaster, Pennsylvania, not too far from um, the Maryland area, but there's really not Mm -hmm. a lot going on in Lancaster. I mean, most people know it Mm -hmm. for the Amish population and the outlets. Mm -hmm. 
So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I was there. That's where I grew up until I went to college in Westchester. And when I was in Westchester, I just figured that there was something else I needed to learn. There was something else I needed to accomplish. I wasn't done yet. I really wasn't ready mm-hmm. to get a job. And I just felt like there was more out there for me to learn. And thank God I followed my instinct or my intuition. And I decided to go on to grad school, which I did. And I moved to D.C. where I went to Howard University. And got my okay. master's there, and that mm-hmm. was then, honestly, where I was bit by the entrepreneurship bug. It was really mm-hmm. when I was exposed to a lot of people were telling me, which was very contradictory to what I learned in undergrad, which was, mm-hmm. you know, do these four years, get a good job, and, you know, go about mm-hmm. your merry way. Well, when I got mm-hmm. to Howard University, it was, you know, take this information that you learn, apply for jobs. However, if you don't do anything, start your own company. And that was, like, mm-hmm. kind of new to me. So that's exactly kind of what I did. I noticed that everybody there had something else going going on. And um, mm-hmm. my very first company was called Actually Speak to Society, and I actually helped uh, college students actually improve their communication skills, and I traveled and I spoke. And for whatever reason, um, I stopped, got discouraged along the way as things happened, just didn't think I was qualified or I could make it or who would listen to this college student talking about, you know, improving your speech communication skills. You can go to Toastmasters. You can go to classes for that. Um, mm-hmm. But so I stopped. I got a little bit discouraged, and I moved to Baltimore in 2007, where my husband actually at the time, was, I mean, boyfriend at the time, was uh, selling purses. He was selling uh, white T-shirts, jeans. You know, uh, this is true entrepreneur, making some extra money on the side as he was still working. And at first, I was dead set against it. I was like, you know, when I'm a business person, I'm a business person. So you either have me personally or you have me professionally. And he chose me personally. And what (laughs) happened was I always had a business niche. I, I mean, I went to school for communications, entrepreneurship, you know, marketing, all that good stuff. So when he started to go out, his flyers were just horrible. So I took them and I just redid them and gave it to him and he went about his way. And then when I used to go home to Lancaster, people used to always ask me about my purse and they used to say, hey, you know, my, my boyfriend sells them. It's not really my thing, you know, kind of got away uh-huh. from it. Well, they said, uh-huh. well, the next time you come home, just bring some purses. So that's exactly mm. what I did. I, I, I came back home, sold everything I had within 20 minutes, made $300, called him and said, listen, I want in. And it's been <laughs> kind of a... Thank you. 
Because it's true. Yeah, you, know, you know, a lot of times we talk about that a lot on this show about business, and we we're taught. You mentioned it in school. We're taught get your good job, get your education. And fortunately, when you came to Howard, it was a different story, which is still mm-hmm. good because a lot of people don't hear that. But we're we're programmed and conditioned to be separate, you know, to to not work as a team. But we we all have to work together. Period. Right. You, all, you need somebody. <laughs> you know, everybody needs someone. So that's that's a great story. So you began the business. What year was that that you all started officially oh, with, when, with see, the takeover? Michelle, we always go back and forth with that. We really do mm-hmm. because it's like he's been doing it for a while, and then I would mm-hmm. say maybe 2010 ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. so many transitions, so many different, you know, things. I mean, the three Absolutely. different logos, three different websites. I mean, oh, yeah. we did a bunch of purse parties in the beginning. We did a bunch of wrong vending events. Now we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're pretty good. We have a pretty good system. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. always hard. I go back and forth between 2010 and 2011, although he was doing it years before that. But I think once it mm-hmm. stopped being a hustle, you know, it became mm-hmm, a business. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm, where I was mm-hmm. trying to get him to come to is, you know, you know, some of this stuff that we're doing is it has to be strategic. You know, what are our margins? What are we making? What are we paying for the product versus just getting mm-hmm. it and selling it? So that's kind of the element that I added. He definitely had the hustle. Mm-hmm. He definitely had the, the energy to go out there, you know, because that's half the battle, just the personality to be an entrepreneur. Where I came mm-hmm. in was the, was the strategy, was the insight, mm-hmm. was the operational piece, which kind of bring it mm-hmm. all together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's key, you know. You said a lot of things. Um, the strategy, shifting something from a hustle to a business. What are what are because a lot of people, you know, find themselves in that position, and and it's not. Sometimes they may have, as we say, doing what we got to do. Started something just to take care extra income, have that extra income, and never really looked at it as a business. Um, but what what are some of the things that you people can do to shift from that hustle, so to speak, to a more of a business? That's a really good question. I think the first thing you need to do really to, to make that shift or that transition, it's mental. It's mm-hmm. very, very much uh-huh. a mental thing. And uh-huh. what I find is if you treat it like a hustle, people are going to respond to you like a hustle. But if you put strategy right. in it and you treat it like a business, I think people would, would respect it as a business. Oftentimes when I talk to entrepreneurs, it's almost like they're in business today, but you might not hear from them tomorrow. They'll put it down, pick right. it back up, put it down, pick it back up. But the ones who right. I see that are really con- – it's the consistency of it. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I put a um, – a, a, a post on Facebook maybe earlier last week saying consistency leads to cash, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times mm-hmm. you want to make money, but you're, you're pushing it for a little bit and then you stop. And that's why I see the flaws in it being a hustle. You do it for a little mm-hmm. bit, then you stop it, you put it back down, and you pick it back up again. Whereas even if it's mm-hmm. slow, you've got to move when it's still slow. You've got to move mm-hmm. when nobody's buying your product. You still have to mm-hmm. do the radio show when nobody's listening or you don't get the numbers. You still grow, right. you got to build, and that's the difference really between a business and a hustle because a business you're invested in, a hustle you're trying to make a couple quick dollars, and when you're not making the money, you stop. Right, right. And it oh, can't work like it. that. 
That's a tweet. You can't, you a can't business work like that. you invest in, a hustle, you stop. <laughs> right, that's you right. do. If you think of yes. it as a beauty, yes. you know, like it's about, and that's why you have so many people out there switching over, you know, especially I see it in my industry, and I'm not in direct sales, but my business model very much mirrors a direct, a direct sales company. You know, I used to get that all the right. time, you know, are you in direct sales? Right. Is, you know, a lot of times they get in it, or I meet a lot of people that they used to do this business, now they do another business. They want to three or four different businesses. And it's because right. they're trying to make that money. It's like, you know, do you like makeup? Do you like cooking right. items? Before you right. sign on to be this consultant or representative, are you invested, or is this a hustle for you because you're trying to make money? You got to like what you serve, you got to like what, exactly. you, what, you're, what you're offering to the public, you know? And, or the money is right. not going to come. You're going to get frustrated right. and you're gonna put it down. Because people can sense that. Just like pets or dogs can sense fear, you know, in humans, people can sense real for you, whether you, you're at a point of desperation. You know, it, that, mm-hmm. that is something that is 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 being, uh, able to be sensed. And I, I was able to catch one of your videos, and I know you were talking about that, uh, about even using your product. I thought that was very, very very key, um, and I think that's how we can identify uh, the hustler as well. You know, you were, I think you were talking about how people should be carrying, of course, if they're selling the paparazzi purses, they need to carry their purse, whatever makeup they're selling, they need to be using that makeup and not somebody else's, you know. That's, that and, you know, and point. it's basic, Deborah. it's mm-hmm. basic. And mm-hmm. you, you would think that people would know this, and you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. I remember I did an event. Um, how to get paid? How to get your product paid, promoted, and publicized? I did that maybe last year. Had a bunch of people mm-hmm. come out, and it was great. And people really, really loved it. And the strategies that I taught were very simple. I'm all about simplicity. People don't have time for complication and hard. If it's hard to complicate, right. they don't want to do it. So I talk about very right. simple strategies that you can use, whether you've been in business five years, ten years, or you're just starting out. And that's one of the things that I talked about is basically being a user of your product. And I had one woman there who stood up and she said, you know, I'm a direct sales um, representative for, you know, uh, I think she said either Avon or Mary Kay. I can't remember. So I looked at her and I can tell she didn't have a drop of makeup on. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. can't fake it. Mm-hmm. So I looked at her and I said, oh, you're a director. And she said, well, just to let you know that Avon and Mary Kay, they sell other things besides makeup. I didn't have to say anything. That's my face set at all. And I said, mm-hmm. I understand that. But when people say mm-hmm. makeup or when they say Mary Kay or say Avon, the first thing is they think of their skincare they line. Makeup. Yes, mm-hmm. they, they, mm-hmm. they've expanded. Mm-hmm. But you have to be mm-hmm. there. You know, that's when I first mm-hmm. think of makeup or Mary Kay and Avon. You know, I do that. Or vice versa. If you're selling jewelry, you know, if you're a, mm-hmm. a Tracy Lynn consultant or you have your own company. I'm sorry, but you can't wear Tiffany's. Right. You know, right. you can't wear the K jeweler line. You have to wear right. your own. And it's right. simple, but I realize that, you know, people just kind of, you know, don't get it, but you have to be, you know, a user of your product. That's like me saying, you know, I'm promoting this hair loss and I never had hair loss before. You know what I mean? They want to know exactly. that you use right. it. They want to know, right. you know, so that's what I try to well, Somebody to in your do family, and, right. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta exactly. you gotta be you know a product, and and then one thing too is you know you have to be very very innovative in how you offer your product or your service. You know, you're you know, not the only you person know. who does radio. I'm not the only person who sells purses. Mhm, mhm. You know, and I and I, it's it's amazing. I think back to uh, something I read years ago. Uh, even Sam Walton, we know the founder of Walmart. Now that man could have a tailor. Mm-hmm live in, he could build a home just for the tailor and ship in the finest of fabrics from all over the world. 
uh, to have his clothes tailored, but you know where he bought his clothes from. He bought them from Walmart. You know, he bought his suits from Walmart. So um, that you're absolutely right with that as well. Now, you know, you, you, if you just joined us, you tune in to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show, and we are listening to Quinn Conyers. She is the founder of Purse Paparazzi. She and her husband are, have just created an, an awesome business there. Can you tell us a little bit about um, your business model and uh, how it works for those who are tuned in and, and might be interested in, in, in learning about opportunities with you? Absolutely. And that's interesting because I, I don't think my business model has been completely defined yet. Mm-hmm. I know what's mm-hmm. working, but I know that there mm-hmm. are so many more opportunities that the purse paparazzi can go. Now, when we mm-hmm. first originally started, my husband literally was going to flea markets, nail salons, hair shops, basically with five arms on five bags on this arm and six on the other, you know, showing mm-hmm. what he had. When we got mm-hmm. together, you know, I said, you know, we need to do this a little bit more systematic. Let's get all of women in one room and have a purse mm-hmm. party. And we mm-hmm. did that, you know, for a couple of years, and it really, really was – well, I mean, we had our ups and downs with the purse parties, not because they weren't bad, but because we were competing with other direct sales companies mm-hmm. who used mm-hmm. a similar mm-hmm. model. So everybody mm-hmm. used the home show or the party model where you mm-hmm. find a woman, get that woman to invite a bunch of women over and display your product. That's what we were doing as well. But what I noticed was, number one, the amount of people. I mean, think about it. At the most, maybe 20 women. And then it was a lot Mm -hmm. of travel. It was a lot of packing Mm -hmm. up and shipping and driving and ordering products. Mm -hmm. It just kind of got a little bit overwhelming. So that's the first model that we kind of use with purse parties. Um, We only now do one purse party a year. (laughs) That's all one, just one. Um, And now we have transitioned into vending, which has been very, very lucrative for us. Um, Okay. And it really wasn't always that way in the beginning. We really were doing it wrong. We were going to the wrong vending events, showing up there. You know, people were promising sometimes 50, 100, 200 women. There would be 10 women there. Five of us were vendors. You know, so I've kind of, like, done that for a while. But the reason why I like vending is a couple reasons. One, people get to experience you and your product at the same time. Number two, you Mm -hmm. can connect instantly with your customer. They can touch your product. They can feel it. They can smell it. They can try it on. You know, there's no, Mm -hmm. there's nothing left out. They can experience your product right then and there. And lastly, Mm -hmm. what I like about vending is the crowd of women you can connect with. You know, at home parties, Mm -hmm. I was meeting 20 women, maybe 10 women, Mm -hmm. you know, on a good Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Vending, I'm meeting 200, 300, 400 women at one time. So my profit, mm-hmm. my, my, my profit potential was higher. So I began mm-hmm. to position myself for profit. So vending right now has been kind of like our bread and butter, and we have actually even cut down on the amount of vending events that we've done and actually become more strategic. And we're going to do about three or four a year with 500-plus people, where we used to do ones with 50 to 60 people, you know? So we've actually right. defined, you know, vending but being more strategic. And we've also – we do a lot of our own events. We do handbag happy mm-hmm. hours. I'm working on mm-hmm. a bags and brunch. I'm working on a purses and pasta. You know, we're creating our own. We are creating our mm-hmm. own, and that's mm-hmm. what you have to do. So if nobody's having an event, you know, we create our own. And, of course, we have just introduced, you know, a really, really push for our e-commerce, and we're looking to do um, more in first quarter of 2014 than we did all last year online for the purse paparazzi. Awesome. So Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's where we are. That's our good. our model, right? Our business model now is really uh, vending our own events and then e-commerce. Okay, and, and I don't know where I apologize. I don't know where I got. I I thought that um, you all did offered it. 
for direct sales too for people to who who wanted to be a distributor of your bags. I was thinking uh, that was something that you all were doing at the time, you know, as well. Well, so that's, that's we the, are thinking about it. Well, here's the thing with direct sales. I love the business uh-huh. model, but I look at the numbers, right? Right. The numbers right. show mm-hmm. that if you join a direct sales company in January, if 100 women join a direct sales company, it could be anyone. There's so many out there right now. Right. By December, only 20 of them will still be there. So they have an 80% turnover rate. And what you right. have to do is I'm my own entrepreneur. It's going to take a lot for me to keep another woman fired up, ready to go, excited about my product. You know, that is so it's thing. like I yeah. have it already yeah. in me, number people. one. Number two, yeah. the profit mm-hmm. margins, you know, I don't necessarily like too much. You get the product, you pay mm-hmm. for it, and then you're getting, I mean, the best ones are 50% that's been around for a while, but the average is 20 to 25% that you would make on a product, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you bought something, I mean, easy math, if you bought something for, you know, $7, you sell it for 10 you'd make $3 off of it. I don't like those margins. I don't like them for me, so I don't want to give them to somebody else. You know, right. so right. I am looking for a way to, you know, think about mobilizing um, the purse paparazzi um, as far as getting other women involved. And maybe that's, you know, doing a series of, you know, handbag happy hours all at the same time or having different events that we do, you know, all at the same time. But I just don't know how I feel about honestly doing the direct sales model only because I feel like a lot of women switch around and number two, I don't know if I have that motivation to keep them going. I need to keep myself right. Well, that's key because I I would say, you know, what people have to understand about the industry is uh, a direct sales that people are happy when they get involved. They're they're on average are looking only to make an extra $500 a, a, a month extra. And that's, that that is good. See, where you're a person of, of vision, and you, of course, you, you you're wanting or your idea is for more than that. Like you said, for the profit margins for yourself. The other um, people that may just be all that they need. They may have something else. So, and I think it's it's the volume. But the key thing you said, which is very important, what you got to consider, is leading that team. And yes. Leading people can drain you because you have to be in a position where you're able to um, motivate your, your 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 force like that. So absolutely, I understand that completely. Now, I know um, with with your business, you talked about things have developed, they've evolved, and they've changed. And I'm so glad you brought that up, Quinn, because that's okay. You've gotten, you've had different logos. I, I love the fact. You know, here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, we keep everything organic, and and people have to understand that every business has evolved. I mean, you can look at Apple. You can start out from their logo. If you go and Google what their first logo looked like to the first logo of the day, same thing with Nike. You know, every business makes that transformation. What would you say? Um, or how would you? What would you share with our audience today to to let them know that transformation is absolutely a part of uh, any business? I think you just said it. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Transformation, mm-hmm. you know, comes with entrepreneurship. Failure comes with entrepreneurship. Success 
comes with entrepreneurship. You know, frustration comes with entrepreneurship, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just the nature of business, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who has, you know, purchased a logo or a website that didn't make changes. It's it's just a part Mm -hmm. of it. You just have to kind of embrace it, you know. You're Mm -hmm. not going to know everything, and and that's what we did. And And then you have to really figure out, too, what you want it to be when it first started may not be what it becomes. So you have to change it. So in the beginning, it could have been my mind was definitely set on going direct sales. You know, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get other women involved. I wanted to get an opportunity to learn income. When I started to dive into it, I'm like, okay, this is not necessarily where I want to go. I don't want to do this, you know. Mm -hmm, So then mm -hmm, I had to figure mm -hmm. out what's the look. You know, what's the look of purse paparazzi? You know what I mean? Understanding your market and what they want to see and what are the Mm -hmm. price points, you know? There's certain women who love my purses who would buy all of them and and spend and support. And there's some women who may not because they're not their cup of tea, you know? So Mm -hmm. understanding Mm -hmm. that you have to find your niche. You have to figure out, you know, what works for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can figure that out is by actually uh, doing (laughs) Trial and yeah, error. Sometimes a lot, you, yeah, you got to dive in. <laughs> right. You know, I know people that uh, want to start a business and they're ready to start a business. And, I mean, it takes them a whole year to write the business plan and they're getting stuff together. And I'm like, you know, you have to. And what? When are you going to start it? When are you going to actually begin implementing the things that you've been planning or strategizing? Because, it is not going to go all as you planned anyway. And I think people have a fear of that, which is it's a natural fear, you know, because certainly a lot of times I think if all of the opposition and challenges that I've faced as a business owner, you know, would I have started a lot of things if I had known <laughs> what was down the road, especially being a visionary. You know, I see the end. I never really see all the stuff in the middle because, that's how I'm programmed, you know, to think. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a challenge. And uh, But the only way you can find out is, like you said, is you're actually going through that process. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I, you know, I know you've also created the Victorious Vendor Program. What is that all about? Well, the Victorious Vendor, and, again, um, you know, it's not concrete, and I'm still, you know, working the kinks out in regards to the message. Um, But basically what Victoria Spender is, it's a training and development series for entrepreneurs who make or sell their own product as well as direct sales consultants to learn how to be successful sellers at vending events. And Mm -hmm. what I've learned is at vending events, you know, I would hear, you know, I'd be happy if I just made my vending feedback. And I'm like, well, that's not called profit. That's called breaking even, you know. So mm-hmm, I would tell mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there selling products and not making money or they're getting frustrated because they would show up and there would be 10 or 15 other of the same person selling what they sold, you know. So I wanted to mm-hmm. help them become victorious. Now, I don't know all of, you know, the secrets, but when I started to talk numbers and ask them, you know, I'm not trying to be in business, but, you know, how much do you usually make at vending events? And when I realized I'm doing – you know, sometimes four or five, six, seven times more than that an event, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm doing something right, you know, Mm because when I would share Mm -hmm. my numbers, I'm like, Quinn, if I could do that, oh, my gosh, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, Mm -hmm. okay, what, you know, you're not doing Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. so, and, Mm -hmm. and, and, of course, every event isn't a home run, every event isn't a home run, that's part of the business, but on average, you know, you should be making, I mean, at least two to three times what you pay for your vending fee, double or triple, Mm -hmm. 
you know? And when I realized they weren't, you know, that's why I created Victoria's Vendor, and that's really to teach you how to become a successful seller. It really focuses on, you know, just understanding what it takes to be, you know, a vendor. It also talks about what you need to do on site and also what you need to do online. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. you show up that day and, you know, you try to sell your product, but you don't have a system in place to actually position yourself for profit. People have to understand mm-hmm. when people are vending, you are banking on impulsive buys. They don't need another purse. They don't need another piece of jewelry. They don't need any other makeup. They don't need any of your stuff that you're selling. But how do you cater your product or your service to make them want to buy that day? There's strategies that are in place, you know? And then afterwards, you know, when you go home, a big question that people always ask if you're vending is, do you have a website, you know? So you can say yes, you can say no. So are you collectively capturing information? So when you go home, you can say, hey, I met you at this, you know, event, and, you know, just for stopping by my table, enter, you know, winner in the box, and I'll give you an additional 20% off. Just, you know what I mean, knowing how to have that ongoing marketing communication and engagement Mm -hmm, um, is mm -hmm. what you need to do. What what do you you know, you mentioned you know people they have the mindset earlier you know we talked about mindset being very important and you have people that say well I'll just be happy if I break even what what are what are the number one things that you see people as vendors uh, do that they could do better something they could improve in, in on hmm what could vendors do better mm hmm mm hmm. Oh my some gosh, of the that's things like that you've you mentioned, you know, well, the, you've talked about being prepared with the, the website and offering um, perhaps a further discount to keep of, that relationship going. But Right. I would say one of the things that vendors absolutely positively need to understand is, you know, their product. Understand mm-hmm. their product. And I would also say mm-hmm. another big one would be just their overall presentation. And when I say presentation, I'm going to make that actually my number one. Presentation, okay. here's why. Because when people see me, when they look at me, instantly they look at my purse. They, uh, they just do. Right. I'm the first paparazzi, right? So whatever right. Right. products you sell, your presentation physically should mirror that. You know, presentation right. Right. should mirror that. Also, your display, what does your table actually look like? Is it junky? You know, is it easy mm-hmm. to navigate? Is it, does it look like you have a bunch of stuff going on? Is it old? Does it look dirty? You know, just stuff like that. You know, so your Mm -hmm. table presentation. But also one of the biggest things, and what I was really inspired to do, Victoria's Fender, is your presentation verbally. A lot of times when I go to different vending events, depending on the event, they'll say, listen, we have a bunch of vendors here. Why don't all of you ladies or gentlemen come up and tell us a little bit about your product? I see people buckle. Mm. I see people not know how to articulate what they do or what their product is. I mean, if I went up there and said, hi, my name is Quinn, I sell purses, come see me in the back, I did purse paparazzi, no justice at all. No justice at all. And that's what people do. They say, hi, my name is Kim and I sell jewelry. Or, hi, my name is April and I have cookware. You know, or, hi, Mm -hmm. my name is so Nobody cares what your name is. I never start out my presentation with, hi, my name is Quinn. Who cares? Nobody cares mm-hmm. what your name is. They care, what are you selling? Is there a discount? Do I want to stop by your table? That's what they care right. about. And that's what I right. give them. You right. know, right. So I, I'll say something like, you know, if you are crazy for clutches or if you are passionate about purses, I can be your worst enemy or your, you know, your best friend. I get your attention. <laughs> Draw some interest. Yeah. No? Yeah. I tell them, you know, if you want something like everybody else has, go to Macy's, go to Nordstrom's, go to TJ Maxx. But if you want something chic, 
You want something edgy? You want something unique? Come see me. I'll give you something yeah. that nobody else has. And, and I know you might not need another purse. I even help you develop a plan to get the purse in the house without your husband or your <laughs> husband or your boyfriend <laughs> knowing about it. So you got to make a I know they really come by then. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it. They love it. Every time I say that, they love it. So I, I keep that one going. But, I mean, that's what it's about. It's about – it's about connecting, and it's about positioning, and it's about building a relationship. That's what it's about. Right. And people are focused right. on that quick sale. Quick yeah, sale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we we host um, our the conference, the Winter Summit, and I, I just I'm glad you said that about relationships. And you mentioned earlier, you know, that not you don't always sell at everything at the event. And I had one vendor. She actually gave her testimony. She. Um, she was like, oh, my gosh, I was worried because I didn't make as many sales um, at the actual conference. And she said, but her phone, it was like a few weeks later, the phone just began to ring and ring and ring because need what you have at that moment. But once right. she, has, uh, she has her own line of makeup, once that moment happens, she was like, I made far more. I paid for the booth, and I made far more than I ever could have imagined. And she said, I, it was so obvious to me that it was important to keep and to build those relationships. And like you said, that, that vending opportunity uh, does give you that, you know, because they're able to, to put a face with the actual person behind uh, paparazzi mm-hmm. purses. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's so important. Well, if you've tuned in, you're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Yes, we're live here with Quinn Conyers. She is the founder of Purse Paparazzi. We're going to take a short break and come right back. Quinn, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying this information. I can tell that uh, you know what you're talking about. And as far as uh, entrepreneurship is concerned, you have a lot of knowledge. And uh, we just want to thank you for being on the show today. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Ladies, are you tired of searching for Mr. Right and need help cracking the man code? Do you really want to know what he thinks about dating, love, and romance? Are you wondering if the one you are with will ever fall in love with you? Then you need the Code Cracker, Jay Neville, relationship expert and life coach. Visit jneville.com. That's J-N-E-V-E-L-S.com. jneville.com. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. 
We are live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to remind everyone about the Winner's Summit. Oh, wow. Are you wanting to know how to create your own bank? Did you know you can do that? I'm telling you, the wealthy have been doing that for years, and it's not as hard as you think. Yes, we got that subject. We're also going to be talking about ways that you can be prepared throughout the year bookkeeping strategies, and how to demystify that tax code. We even are talking about marketing, how to make sure that brand is representing what you want and helping you get your business strategy. So much more. Go to thewinnersummit.com, the Winner's Summit, winner like a champion, thewinnersummit.com, and get registered today. Well, our guest is Ms. Quinn Conyers with the Purse Paparazzi. Quinn, I tell you, like I mentioned before we went to the break, you've shared a lot of great information today. Um, as an entrepreneur, you know, I mentioned, you mentioned earlier how uh, the Q story, how your husband wanted you to kind of look at the purse business, but you weren't really sure that you wanted to do it. And, you know, I just kind of want to speak to that subject of, of maybe there are some couples out there, there are some partners out there who might have one idea, might be working on something and not able to really get that full support or to get the other partner on board. What kind of tips would you suggest they do to kind of get them to see the big picture like you saw uh, with the person? You know, you got to realize, too, where you are. It's one thing to be mm-hmm. supportive and it's another thing to be a business partner and be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I first started out, of course, we were together. I was supported, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like when you're in a relationship and you're business partners because it's not like I'm doing this on my own. He has, you know, he's, he's fulfillment. So when we get orders in, it's his job to fill orders to ship out. I don't touch that part, you know. Right. Um, so right. It, it, it's different to be supportive, you know, and the supportive, of course, is saying, hey, I'm proud of you. Keep doing it. If there's anything that I can do on this and let me know, there's nothing to be business partners. So I don't know if the question is, are you to be supportive or how do you work together as business partners as a couple? That's two different, well, you know. Well, I'm just I'm I'm asking because it was a moment before you were able to really see what the the big potential in this. And so I know I hear oftentimes that um, one partner might have an idea, have a concept, they might be working on that. And yes, you know, they get support, you know, just the regular support, but they don't, they really want their partner to really see, hey, if you come on board, I know with your skills, we could take this to another level. So that's what the question that I'm asking, what kind of tips would you share with that person that was in the same position that your husband was in, you know, wanting you to be be able to really see the potential in the purse business? Yeah, that's such a hard question. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it really is just about, I mean, it's also personal interest. I like purses too. You know what I mean? It's hard if, you know, your your spouse is doing something that you have no interest in, you know? Um, But either way, just try to be supportive and just try to figure out, you know, when you can add. Sometimes it might be, you know, physical, like you're in there, you're doing flyers, you know, you're doing the website, you're creating the logo, or you're helping somebody find it. But other times it could be supportive as in, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I see you working, you know, here's a special dinner just because I see you working so hard on your business. So you have to figure out, you know, what, how can you be supportive and how interested are you in the business, you know, and kind of go from there. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if that helps. Yeah. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, if, I know you never know, you know, with that. But I've seen it a lot, especially that happens a lot in some of um, the Rick sales businesses. I've seen that and heard of that as well. So when you're able to come work together, you did kind of talk about that. And um, when I was posing that question, what are some of the key things that you share or you would like to share with the audience to kind of that are in a partnership? with their loved one as well to, to keep that that spice going, to keep it, you know, what do you all do to keep your romance there in place since we're in the love month and to keep the business in place too? Because, you know, a lot of times you hear it's, it's a challenge to work. Nobody wants to work with their loved one, you know. But right. you obviously have dispelled that myth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, my husband is the one who kind of keeps me grounded. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I, I'm a bit of a workaholic, um, mm-hmm. so he pulls me away. Um, and other mm-hmm. times, too, I, I just kind of sit back and, you know, just realize, too, that, you know, when you do work with somebody, you know, we'll have five conversations during a day and talk nothing about each other. It's all about business. Um, and then there's right. some times where we might be a little bit mushy, but we're still young. You know, we like to travel, like to do different things. I'm spontaneous. So it's like, you know, hey, what are we doing? Like, he calls me today. He called me, like, twice while we're doing this. We're we're trying Mm -hmm. to go somewhere, like, a little mini staycation for the weekend. So I think it's about being spontaneous. I think it's also knowing when, you know what I mean, to turn the business hat off, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I even had to actually put myself on a couple days a week where I would not do business stuff because I can do this all day, every day. I love it. You know, in my sleep, I want to do it. So I would have to have my days like, okay, today is Saturday, Quinn. You cannot touch the computer. You cannot right. do anything paparazzi-related. So you have to kind of set those boundaries, and hopefully it does help if one person, you know what I mean, is can can be more of that person that can say, hey, get away from that computer, or hey, stop reading that book. That helps a little bit. So I have that with him. Um, uh-huh. But also, too, like I said, we're young. We're young, and we're, we, we have a lot of energy, and we, you know, try to go out and, you know, do different things. We usually go out to dinner at least once or twice a week, or I'll surprise them and take them for lunch, or, you know, just, just try to keep the, the, the spark alive because, trust me, when you're in the business with somebody and they pissed you off because they didn't ship the bag in time, it has happened, um, you get mad. Right. <laughs> but then you got to right. get over it and be like, okay, he's still human. He's still my husband. I, I was in business mode. Let me get over it, you know. Um, but it, 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 that's what you do. That's what you do. Because my thing is customer service. We told that we ship within 24 hours. We have to abide by that. Um, so now right. what we do is we have a, a three to five window just to give us a little bit because stuff happens. Yeah, you do need that window. That's true. That's that's and that, and that's one of those things in business that you learn. You now oh now I see why they tell me six weeks and I and I really got it in two weeks. You know, it's because yes. things do happen. It, absolutely, yep. absolutely. That's good. That's good. So what what do you all have uh, on the horizon with your business? I know this is Valentine's uh, month as well. You all offer specials during the holidays. For the purse paparazzi? Yes, we have um, a, a huge special going on right now. We've done really, really well with it. And basically, we're just showing all we call them our bad beauties, people who support us, um, you know, that we, we love them. It's Valentine's Day. We just want to share the love. And, you know, if you order a purse, you know, today, um, I guess from now until 
um, the 14th of February, you get 30% off. All you have to do when you check out is enter the word love, and you'll see the mm-hmm. instant discount. And if you do decide to buy a purse um, from now until the 14th, you're also automatically entered into a raffle to win a free purse. So just by purchasing a purse, you're automatically entered into a raffle to win Regina for free, and she's on the website. And, um, yeah, we're just giving back. And what we realize, too, is, you know, just customer service. People like specials. People like deals. And you also want to be able to give back. So people want to do business with you, and that's kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, what can they find all of this information? You'll have a website and you know, Facebook. Mm-hmm. What, are, what is that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, Purse Paparazzi on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and then you can definitely go to our website, which is thepursepaparazzi.com. Again, that's thepursepaparazzi.com. So, um, you can go there. You can shop. You, we have different collections. If you're on a budget, we can you can shop for bags on a budget. Everything under that section is fifty dollars or less. We have our um, stylish, oh, sexy neat. boutique collection. Yes, mm-hmm. they're all of our boutique bags where they're very statement pieces. So if you're going somewhere for Valentine's Day or you have a date night or it's your birthday, you want something stylish, something that pops something that's really sophisticated, then I definitely suggest the boutique collection. If you're looking for, like, an everyday bag or just something that you want to, you know, wear to work or to your business events, check under our bags and purses. And, of course, we have clutches. I mean, our our purses are really, really, you know, nice pieces. And I'm not just saying that because I'm, you know, purse paparazzi, but just from the feedback that we get from women. I mean, really, we get women who say, Quinn, I really like your purses. They're they're just different. And that's what people want. People don't want to look like everybody else. They want to be different. Right. They want to be unique, and that's what Purse Paparazzi offers. And we, we go that, that second, uh, you know, that second wave of not just doing online, but we also have unique shopping experiences for women. We do handbag happy hours, you know. It's so much more than just selling the purse. It, it's so mm-hmm. much more than that. Now, what is, what is a handbag happy hour? What, 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 what is that? Now, the handbag, our handbag happy hours are basically um, shopping experiences for women that also double as networking events. And it's also mm-hmm. a way for us to debut some of our newest collections. For example, we'll probably have a handbag happy hour for our spring and summer collections. It's fun. We have, you know, different purses. Um, you can order appetizers. We have two-for-one drinks. Um, we usually partner with a lounge. Um, mm-hmm. And people go there, and they just they love it. They, like I said, they shop. Um, they get to see the new latest pieces. They network with other like-minded entrepreneurs and professional women. And, you know, a lot of times what I realize is most of us women are busy. We're working. We're mothers. You know, we are still sometimes employees. And, you know, what are we supposed to do for social fun? It's a social experience. Right. What do we do right. besides work and right. take care of the kids? So I found that the handbag happy hours, they're usually from 6 to 9, not past 9 o'clock. You can still get home in a decent hour, and it gives women a social outlet. And I, I just find mm-hmm. that, you know, it's so funny because we work so hard, but it's like, you ever let your hair down? Do you ever have a glass right. of wine? Do you just relax, right. you know? And that's what we, right. we, we seek to offer. That's exactly what we seek to offer. That's great. Now, what about any uh, Victoria's Vendor events? Do you have any of those coming up? 
Yes, I'm looking at May for our next event. Again, that's not in stone, but that's what we're looking at as far as I'm just trying to make sure that, you know, the information that I give out is actually what people need um, mm -hmm. in regards to getting paid, promoted, and publicized for their products. So I'm looking mm -hmm. at May 2014 for our next event. We had a great event in January, and, um, you know, I like to build things up, you know, do some promotion around it and make sure that it's a success. So, you know, May for uh, Victoria's Fender. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Well, definitely we want to say congratulations to you, you know, for all the success that you you all are experiencing and want to encourage you to keep moving, you know, keep growing, and uh, thank you so much for sharing uh, your story with us today. Would you like to leave our audience with some closing words? You know, Absolutely. And again, I just want to thank you for the opportunity for, for being here and being on your show and being able to spread my message. And, you know, I just believe that everybody, you know, should have multiple streams of income. So, you know, mm -hmm. figure out, you know, what it is that you like to do, how you can help people or serve people, and just figure out a way to get paid to do that. And, you know, mm -hmm. that will be my challenge and charge. You know, your nine to five is good, but what happens if there's a government shutdown or you get laid off or they cut your hours right. or, you know, whatever. You know, just make sure that in this day and age, everybody needs multiple streams of income. So pick your passion and, and get, make a profit off of it. Right, right. Awesome, awesome. Well, you heard it from Ms. Quinn Conyers. Again, give them your website, Quinn. Oh, definitely. Visit www.thepursepaparazzi.com. If you want to learn a little bit more about me and my story, you can visit um, www.quinconyers.com. So if you want to buy a purse, go to Purse Paparazzi. If you want to learn a, bit, learn a little bit more about me or my upcoming speaking engagements, definitely go to quinconyers.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, Quinn, thank you again for joining us, and, again, congratulations to you. And I'm sure we'll be seeing each other soon along the way. Yes, yes. And definitely send me some information about your um, um, Winner's Summit. I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. Maybe how I can oh, get involved. Yeah. You go go to the yeah, definitely, definitely. We definitely have to do that. The wintersummit dot com. Yeah, it's a it's a great event. I mean, like I said, we have women that come from all over the world, uh, literally, to the event. And um it if you're talking about networking, that's one of the greatest testimonies we get from the event, the relationships that are formed, the partnerships and of course mm -hmm. the money that's made uh, by uh, the people that attend the event and the knowledge. Because, I mean, what we offer, it's not just about motivation, which we all need motivation, and um, we love providing inspiration and motivation, but we also have that practical. That is our main focus. How do we set up a business strategy? We have a business strategy person uh, Lafern Beatty, she's uh, totally documented in that area. We have uh, Mr. Douglas Aze, he and his wife will be doing a presentation on uh, how to actually create your own bank. And, and then we have a CPA who is Joanne Barnes-Williams who will be there. Uh, we've got Stacey Price out of Baltimore who's, uh, with Aiden Marketing that's doing, and then even how to get those government contracts. A lot of people don't know. Um, I mean, there's millions and billions of dollars in government contracts, and not just with the federal government, but with your state, local uh, as well. And so we have Elder Denise Jackson, who has more than 25 years of uh, really winning contracts for major corporations uh, around this area. So you definitely uh, want to be there. It's and anybody that's tuned in, I'm telling you, it is well worth 
the time investing in yourself. All right, I'll check it out. Are there vending opportunities? Um, you know what? We do have vending opportunities. I have one space left, so we definitely, you know, have to talk about it. If you, you want it, for sure, we, we can talk about that, you know, after the show. Okay, sounds good. All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. And I want to say thank you for everybody as well as tuning in. You know, we have our very special features that we have on our show every week and uh, our correspondents. And today we have our social media correspondent, Ms. Crystal Washington. You know, Crystal is all over the place. She's on every network. She's traveling. She's written books. And today, She's going to be sharing with us the art of engagement on social media. So stay tuned. Here is Miss Crystal Washington. Hello, this is Crystal Washington, social media strategist, speaker, and author, and I am here to give you another Wealthy Sisters Radio social media tip. Today we're going to talk about it being engaging on social media. You might have the problem that you're not getting enough people to friend and follow you on social media. So we're going to look at five things that you should do to get more people to follow, friend you, and engage with you. The first one is you want to make sure, number one, that you're actually engaging. That's a huge one. And that's one of the main requirements for being social on social media. This is not a build it and they will come scenario. So you want to make sure that you're creating conversations, you're asking questions, especially on sites like Facebook. Share things that your target market would be interested in, not just the things you want to push on people. You might feel that they have a need for what you have to offer, but if they don't see it that way, you have to find a creative way to post content that they're interested in while still getting them the message, okay? The next thing is you have to make sure that you're consistent. That's something that most people lack on social media. And think about it just as like real-life relationships. If you have a friend that disappears for two years, if someone asks uh, for a referral, they're looking to hire someone that has that friend's skill set, you're not going to think about them because you haven't heard from them in two years. Make sure that you're consistent. Next one, make sure that you're not egotistical. Don't make social media all about you. When you're posting things, even if it has to do with your business, make it about your target market. Make it about your friends and followers. How does this affect them? Tell their stories. Highlight your clients. Highlight your partners. If you're a team player, people will want to be on your team. Number four, don't be angry. That sounds hilarious, but a lot of people use social media as a diary. Don't get on there and just start bawling and getting upset and talking about issues that you're having with your mate or with your boss, or how you hate your clients, or how you have problem clients. Don't be angry on social media. No one's attracted to that one. And then the last, re- last thing that you want to do is to get more engagement on social media, make sure that you're actually in the right place. What does that mean? Depending on who it is you're trying to engage with, you can actually go to Wikipedia or even that social network's demographics and see who the demographics are from that site. That way you can make sure if you're trying to connect with mostly C-suite executives, LinkedIn's going to be the place to go. If you're trying to find mostly women between the ages of 35 and 55, Facebook is going to be the place for you. If you're trying to connect with people in the news media, Twitter's your number one resource. So again, make sure that you're in the right place uh, so that you're actually going to connect with your target market. So this has been Crystal Washington with another Wealthy Sisters Radio social media tip. For more information, you can visit me at crystalwashington.com. 
Well, we want to thank you so much for tuning in today. And as always, we want you to make sure you tune in next week for another special show. And we want to wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our 